you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein, episode 77. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. Well, hi guys. Hope you're having a good week. I wanted to talk today about mastermind moms, mastermind parenting moms that we, there's a difference between being right always and being happy, right? So sometimes to be happy, you may not always need to be right. And what I'm talking about in this context is when our kids lie to us. So kids lie, okay? So let's say that, um, that your little tiny child I usually teach in my course, I have this picture of a child with like a red popsicle all over their face at, I don't know, three. And the mom says, you have red popsicle all over your face. Here, let me wipe it off. And the child says, no, I don't. And we're like, yes, you do. You have red popsicle. And then we start arguing because we we just were like, you have red popsicle. Why are you? Yes, I see it here. And then we make a whole mountain out of a molehill. And there's a reason why we do that it's because we don't want to raise liars, right? Like we get worried. We're like, we're like, don't tell, I see it here with my eyes. And then you get into this power struggle with your little tiny child. And the truth of the matter is, is that little tiny children actually at the age of three, they constantly live in a state of imaginary play. And they, they really will believe whatever they want to believe. So in that moment, that little tiny child eating the red popsicle is is thinking about the enjoyment in this present moment of this red popsicle and they don't want to be taken out of it so when you all of a sudden like disrupt their you know state of flow enjoying that red popsicle they're like like no they create their own reality like are you kidding i'm sitting here i don't have red stuff all over my face and that child they'll deal with the red stuff all over their face in the present moment when they're done with the popsicle and all of a sudden they feel sicky and gooey and maybe they need to deal with it but when you sit there and argue with them, it's like you're you're disrupting their you're disrupting their zen, right? And so so we could be right and continue arguing about that, or we could be happy and just kind of go with the flow in that moment and kind of follow their lead. Oh, you don't have red popsicle over your face? Hmm, my bad. There must be something wrong with my eyes right now. I don't know what's going on. I swore I saw a red popsicle all over your face. And then you're like, is there something wrong with my eyes? Here, look in the camera. Do you see red popsicle all over your face? Oh no, you still don't see it? All right, 
hmm, I think I need to go get my eyes checked, right? Like you just bring a little playfulness to it. I promise you, you're going to get to the place of them being like, mommy, I've read Popsicle, I'm sticky, you know? Or there's going to be a little bit later, and you're going to be like, like, look at this, look at this. This can't feel comfortable. You don't have to argue. Don't argue with me. I see the red popsicle all over your face. It's like, why? Why do we need to do that? No one's going to be happy because we stand on ceremony and we, we really, in that moment, are actually, our subconscious brain is future tripping and going to that place of, I can't raise a liar. I, I have to nip this in the bud now. You know, it's like we've got, like, like good parent agenda, check, bucket list, check, 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 not raising a liar, not raising a jerk. And so we stand on ceremony in these little insignificant moments. It's just not necessary. I promise you, when you do things the mastermind parenting way and you are empathetic and it's you're a family team and you guys are the kind of family that can talk about anything and everything and you don't have to just stand on ceremony on every little thing, I promise you, your kids are not going to grow up to be liars. However, what we focus on grows. So when you focus on, don't tell me that you don't have it all over your face. I see it with my very own eyes. You need to look in the mirror. Don't, uh-uh. When you go to that place, we are on opposing teams. And when that happens, kids quite often learn the world is not safe to tell the truth. And then they're the kid that at 16 backs up into a car three, three days after getting their driver's license, like, somebody very close to me that I know, I won't name any names, Avery Rubenstein. Um, and if you raise that kid where they've learned that it's not safe, right? Where it's not necessarily a safe place because they constantly am, are feeling disconnected and not on the same team, which makes them not trust you, then you won't have the kid that leaves the note and calls their parents immediately and says, I just, I, I just did something and I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm safe, but um, I backed up into a car and owns it and leaves the note. You have the hit and run kid, which I think is more often the case than not, um, unfortunately. So, so do you want the hit and run kid or do you want the kid that leaves the note? So my, my message to you guys today is don't make a mountain out of a molehill, right? You don't have to always be right and you can be playful. And if it's some little insignificant moment where it's like, you know, oh my, you know, your kid's freaking out and you're like, you sound really mad. I'm not mad. And you're like, oh, my bad. Okay, got, I heard anger. Just roll with it because think about it. It's like when we don't stand on ceremony and we're not constantly like, well, you sound really mad. Are you saying that I, you know, when we make it into something like that, we're not going to be on the same team. And if we want our kids to truly grow up to be mastermind mascots and go out into the world, make the world a better place by just being confident, kind, and awesome people, then we can't stand on ceremony and always insist that we're right. It's just not, life is just not that literal. So that's what I have for you guys this week. I hope it was helpful again. Have you read my book, The Parent Gap? Have you listened to my book, The Parent Gap? 
I doubt you've listened because my publisher hasn't released it yet on Audible. However, I have the audio version of The Parent Gap that I would love to send to you. You can download it at mastermindparenting.com forward slash book. That's mastermindparenting.com forward slash book for your free audio version of The Parent Gap. You're welcome. Bye.